So welcome to the very first episode of Degrassi Talks, our new Degrassi podcast. And the purpose of this podcast is basically to discuss everything and anything Degrassi. So we're going to be giving our opinions and reading yours as well. And we really want your feedback, so send us emails or tweet us if you have any comments and questions, anything Degrassi related, and we'll be sure to get back to you. So since this is our first episode, I thought maybe we'd start by going around and introducing ourselves and maybe saying who our favorite character is, perhaps? Who wants to start? Um, I'll start. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, so I'm Ashley, and I um, write uh, Whatever It Takes, um, and I think my favorite character would probably be Ellie right Good now. Choice. I think Ellie. <laughs> so hi, I'm Bianca. I'm the writer of the Grassy Dish at thegrassyband.com, and my favorite character would probably be, of all time, probably Emma, or she went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Emma. Like, early Emma. Good choice, too. Um, my name is Erin, and I run DegrassiFans.com, and I've been watching Degrassi since I was about 12. Um, so my favorite character of all time, my favorite character is probably JT. I love JT. Um, right now, I really like Fiona's storyline. <laughs> so there isn't really much news to discuss this week since it's Christmas and all. Um, but there are those two new promos that have been kind of floating around. Uh, one from Much Music, which is just like a short 15-second promo that I've seen. And there's another one from Team Nick, too, I think. And let me tell you guys, I've been watching much music for, like, the past two days, trying to see this promo, and I haven't been able to see it at all. I think they must have just aired it once when they aired um, Degrassi in India or something, and I must have yeah. missed it. Because much they haven't shown it since. <laughs> yeah, much music's weird with promos. Like, they'll play the crap out of one promo, and then they'll, like, totally forget about other ones. Mm -hmm. So it's really weird. Yeah, and so I'm kind of, like, giving up. <laughs> yeah, because Fiona and Adam kissed on the Much Music promo. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I already saw, like, eight just of that on Tumblr. Mm-hmm, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everyone's really excited for that. Myself included, I think. I like Fiona and Adam. What about you guys? Yeah, I like them. I, I'm kind of curious to see where it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I really love that open-ended. In the last episode. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'll be good. So I think I'm just gonna, um, like, Much Music is re airing Degrassi and Indiana on Wednesday, so maybe they'll air, like, a full 30 second promo during that. I don't Hopefully, know. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Mm -hmm. So also, um, Stephen Stone tweeted on Christmas, a Christmas spoiler, he said, which was just Fiona Bobby Tinsley. So, yeah, do you guys think that Bobby is going to be back again or something? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about Tinsley, though. That's yeah, I know. I think it's going to be interesting, though, to see if he does come back. Because if she's, like, in a relationship with Adam, it's kind of going to be weird to see, like, how he reacts to that. Yeah, for sure. And it's weird because, like, I remember um, in the summer... Ben Lewis, the guy who plays Bobby, he said in an interview that he was going to be coming back, but then, like, in Purple Pills, he was only in that episode for, like, two seconds in the video thing, right? Yeah. 
So I wonder, like, if he's actually going to come back this time, or if it's just going to be, like, a l short little appearance like it was then. Mm -hmm. I, I really mean, have no idea. Well, the good thing is that since Leon is in, you know, obviously in Canada, so does that mean Bobby and Timothy are coming to yeah, or Fiona's going that, to New yeah, York. Yeah, that could happen. <laughs> some New Yorkers from back at Degrassi again. <laughs> yeah, well, I really like the storyline, so I I would like to see him back. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think it'd be interesting. Mm hmm And, um, also, Much Music uh, just posted a few more of those short little video interviews with the cast. I don't know if you guys have seen those yet. I only I've just saw them this morning. I've seen one with Ray. Yeah. I haven't seen other ones. Mm-hmm. Well, um... They're, they're kind of cute. You know, um, Ray was asked uh, who he would want to go on my date with, with, and he yeah. said Jake Epstein, which was really funny. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, he's my man crush. <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god. I was like, good choice. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. can see that romance happening. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Sure. <laughs> I think that Jake needs to come back to Degrassi and have one, a scene with Sav, because they would be really funny. Yeah, well, you know, it could actually work, though, because they're both musicians, right? That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sav is a little bit like Craig, except not quite as troubled. So. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I guess we can just get into our main discussion for the week, which is on Degrassi in India, obviously, which premiered on Much Music on Christmas Eve. Yes. This is a horrible day for it to premiere, by the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Very <laughs> annoying. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, I guess it did fit in with the Christmas spirit of giving back and, and things like that, which is, which is really good. So, what did you guys think about the documentary, first off? I cried like yeah. a... Yeah, me too. Uh -huh. <laughs> cried like a freaking baby. <laughs> it was pretty sad. But, I thought it was great. Yeah, I really liked it. Compared to, like, I liked the other documentaries that they did with the trips, but I think this one... I think it hit hard more to the cast mm -hmm. than the, the other ones did, because I think they were more, like, I guess, in the communities, maybe? Or maybe, I, I don't know, I just, I just think that like, they, maybe it was a more emotional trip than the other ones. Yeah, it seems that way, especially with, um, like, what happened with Shannon, how his uncle passed away while he was there. That yeah. was really sad. Maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where it all started, really, and then Amy Clark crying, mm -hmm. or them visiting the kid who was under, you know, child labor, and it was just, I was just an emotional wreck watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I really loved, um, Annie's part, and, uh, what she had to say, and how those girls were, like, trying to make her feel better when she was just feeling bad for them, kind of thing. It was, it was amazing to see that. Yeah. Was that was probably my favorite part. I definitely loved all of, like, Shannon's talks. Mm -hmm in like the confessions or whatever because he, he seems like he's so like he he's very like he, what's the word i don't know he words things very well and i think that he has like i don't know i just no oh, i don't know what to say but i like i think i really liked how he just like he explained everything and how he like uh explained his feelings and stuff that guy's like a walking haiku you know what i mean like yeah that's what i meant like he's very well spoken. And very poetic in what in, in, in like he speaks. And it's like everything he says, you could just kind of like put it in quotes and you could just like put it on like, you know, a quote book. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Inspirational things and it was just 
nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I even quoted some of what he said on Twitter because I just thought it was so true. And, and everything about how he was talking about how, like, you know, it's so easy to get upset over something, but the difficult part is actually doing something about it, you know? And yeah, exactly. That really made me think a lot. Because mm-hmm. I definitely think it happens in our daily lives, too, like, you see things happening and you feel strongly about, you know, doing something, but do you actually go and do it? Yeah, it's true. And it's just so great that Degrassi, like, does this kind of thing, like, working through the children and all that, because it makes it seem like, you know, Degrassi is more than just a show about a bunch of, like, fairly gorgeous teenagers in Toronto, you know? It's like, it's really about education and schooling in all aspects of life at any age. You know? Yeah. And, uh, so there's some really funny parts too to it. Um, I, I, I was I was watching the part where uh, what was it? Ray like brought down a wall, like he was like hitting the wall. Oh yeah. And, like, <laughs> and then who said it? I forget. Maybe Charlotte. Like yeah, he's trying to stage up Monroe. Like, he took down the wall too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was nice that. Yeah, I think it was like a, an emotional roller coaster because even from what the cast has like said in interviews about the trip and stuff, like it seems like they had an amazing time even though there were also all of these sad moments as well. And I think they really like became a lot closer as a cast from going there. Yeah, I've kind of noticed they've been, like, tweeting each other now. Like, they didn't, they tweeted each other before, but they didn't tweet as much, I guess. But I think that they're, like, yeah, they definitely have gotten closer. Mm -hmm. Even, like, at the time when they got back, you know, everybody's tweet was, like, us and the cast are much closer now, and that how they're they're one big family, and, like, you know, that, that was just nice to see that, you know, there was, there's a lot of camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's such a big cast. Like there are so many of them too. Yeah, that, and they're all really close. That's yeah, really great for sure. Mm-hmm. Another part of the documentary that I found really amazing was the fact that like the kids that they that the cast met, they would literally do anything to go to school, and yet like all we do in our daily lives is complain that we have to go to school, right? Like I just yeah. I just wish that more kids in Canada and in the U.S. would would see school as like a privilege and a gift as opposed to something that you're forced to do or just a way to get a job or something like that because you know we are so lucky to be able to go to school here and in fact like it's unbelievable how lucky we are and I think that like seeing this documentary really made me realize that. Definitely we're so fortunate you know to be in a world where you know everything is basically given to us or it has to be given to us a world where it's not given to you and that you have to hope and pray for that type of stuff. It's just, you know, it's amazing to me. Something that, you know, that we hope to, you know, make a visit to the third world country at some point in our lives and see it firsthand. It's great so that we get to see it, you know, through their eyes and that's what we do that for us. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a really great documentary. 
Yeah, for sure. I really hope that Team Nick does eventually air it. I mean, I guess they would have to buy the rights to it, but I don't see why they wouldn't. Like, they love yeah, everything, th Degrassi. Yeah, I think it was produced by Much Music. Yeah. Since I know the producer's name, mm -hmm. but um, I definitely think it'd be a good idea to air it in the States, because I think that a lot of people would resonate with, you know, what has happened and their experiences. Yeah, I mean, the, the more people who can see it, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Right? I'm sure that the cast feels the same way, too. They really wanted everybody to watch it. They were tweeting about it a lot, even though it's Christmas Eve, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Team Nick if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <you never laughs> Please, air Degrassi in India. People would appreciate it very much. Yeah. <laughs> it was really interesting because, like, I mean, obviously I watched the documentary on Christmas Eve, and then on Christmas I got a whole bunch of really nice presents, and then I went Boxing Day shopping, I bought a whole bunch more nice things, right? And, like, I couldn't help but feel a little bit guilty over that. Like, here I am with all this stuff that I don't really need, and I just couldn't help picturing the kids that our cast met in India, and, like, they probably didn't get a Christmas at all. Or, or really anything, and I'm here with, like, this pile of presents, right? Yeah, and I know, that, that happened to me, because what I did was I rewatched it after Christmas, mm -hmm. and I realized how, like, how lucky I am, and how they basically have nothing, and I'm, you know, and it's not, I guess everybody doesn't think that they have everything, but in reality they do, and there's people in India who don't have anything, and they're the happiest people ever, and it's kind of weird to see, like, how some people aren't happy here and they have everything. Yeah, for sure. And then, like, I remember what um, Shannon said in the documentary, like I was talking about before, like, it's time to stop feeling sorry for yourself and maybe actually do something about it, you know, instead of just, like, oh, feeling upset. You know, th that's good and all, but it doesn't actually help anybody. And, um, you know, I think I was actually thinking that it might be kind of cool if, um, some Degrassi fans wanted to get together and start some kind of like fundraising campaign on behalf of Degrassi fans for Free the Children or something like that because like when you think about it you know there are so many Degrassi fans on the internet and you know I'm sure that we can have some kind of impact right like I mean I yeah. don't know exactly what this would entail but um you know it'd be a way for us to show that we were really affected by what the cast has done for Free the Children and you know, I think that just something would be good to do. I'm not sure if anybody wants to take the initiative, but... I, think I definitely think that would be a great idea, especially with Free the Children, since it's such a great charity. Um, they do so much for all of the countries that they support. And they have so many programs that are even in the schools and stuff. Like, I know my school has done a lot with Free the Children. Um, and I think that would be a great idea. Yeah, like, because... Um, Degrassi has inspired all of us to become more aware of certain social issues, of course, through the storylines on the show. And so I think it'd be neat if, as fans, we all got together and, and you know, had some good come out of it. I mean, just think about, like, how many people watch Degrassi each week or even, like, how many Degrassi Twitters there are. Like, we are a huge community yeah. of fans. And even if, like, each of us were able to raise just one dollar, we could have, like, thousands of dollars, right? You know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I was just thinking about that. And um, so if any of our listeners out there 
would be interested in doing something like that, um, send me an email, erin at degrassifans.com, and like I said, I'm really only at the idea stage at this point. I don't know um, if this would actually work out or anything like that, but if you have any suggestions or ideas or if you would be interested in doing something like that, then send me an email or tweet me or contact me in some way because that would be really fun, I think. Yeah, maybe even on the forum. We can maybe put a thread on the forum um, so people can post ideas and stuff. Yeah, that'd be a good idea, actually. So we can see what people say. That's a great idea, Aaron. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, really? Any comments? <laughs> Coming up with great ideas. <laughs> see the podcast, and now we're going to do all this fun stuff. We're on a roll. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to maybe talk about what we're looking forward to in the second half of season 10, then? Um, I think I'm interested to see what the whole Claire and Fitz thing and see how that works out. Because, I mean, um, in the promo, I think it was the Team Nick one, we see him um, standing at Claire's doorway, and I think that's kind of interesting. Like, as much as I'm a fan of, you know, Eli and Claire, I think it'd be interesting to kind of see how, like, the relationship between Fitz and Claire would work yeah. out. Yeah, me too. Like, I wonder if they're going to make Fitz more of a three-dimensional character as opposed to just, like, being the bully or just being Eli's nemesis. Like, maybe we'll start to learn more about him. Yeah, like, level. like, um, like Jay, because Jay kind of came in, and he was mm -hmm. more of, like, two-dimensional and, you know, the bad guy, but then as the seasons came on, you realized he was, you know, really a nice guy. Yeah, that would be good, actually. I hope they do something with that. It'd be neat if yeah. he became a regular, too. Yeah. All the fans love him, so... <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be a popular choice. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see the promo on Phoenix of Fitz and of Claire opening the door and she's standing there in the rain looks like he's going to kill her. I, I always just, like, feel bad and I'll, like, and I always think to myself, I just want to give him an umbrella. Like, in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it makes you wonder, like, I mean, like, I don't know if it, I mean, I, I'm thinking personally that it's for the dream sequence because, I mean, really, like, is Fitz really going to show up on Claire's doorstep yeah. and, like, threaten her or whatever he's mm -hmm. going to do? Yeah. Um, jail or Juvie or wherever they put him in? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, it's just, it's just interesting that he makes me laugh every time. Yeah, especially with, um, Teen Nick's commercials, they always make it seem very dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's not really. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, they can overhype the, uh, storyline sometimes, but. Yeah. So I'm also, um, I really hope that they give... Riley a really dramatic storyline with his parents because um, like with Marco when Marco came out to his parents like it I mean it was a pretty big deal but like his mom was very accepting and and his dad wasn't really a, accepting 100% but it didn't it never got really bad and like I just think it would be really interesting if they did like a storyline where Riley's parents were not accepting at all and something terrible happens. Like, I don't know if this would actually happen. Um, probably not, but I'm kind of hoping for something like that. I think it could be really sad. Yeah, well, especially since before his mom was, you know, anti-gay and everything like that, I don't think there wasn't really anything with Marco that his mom, you know, said anything bad about being gay. So. 
Yeah, like when Riley was first introduced, you know, he hated himself so much, and like that kind of hatred has to come somewhere. At least that's what I think, so. And I'm also really excited for um, Fiona and Adam and their storyline, because I have no idea what's going to happen with them, so I can't wait to see. Yeah, me too. Especially with the scene where, is it Holly J who walks in on them kissing? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think that's going to be interesting to see how that scene plays out. So do you guys have any uh, favorite storylines so far that you want to see continued, maybe? conversation, something that, like, acknowledged that each other exists or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, they basically ignored each other all year, which is kind of sad. Every time I watch old, like, you know, Claire, Casey episodes, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, they're so cute. <laughs> and, like, like, even though I'm a huge Easter fan, like, yeah. just, like, I have a little tiny, 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 Yeah, I really wonder, like, how they're going to deal with that. Yeah. 
in the next half of episodes. Yeah. Or, and also, like, what's going to happen to the baby. Yeah. We still don't know that. Well, I mean, they haven't had a baby on the show ever stay on the show Mm -hmm. after the baby's been born, so I think it'll be interesting to see, like, how Jenna deals with that if she keeps the baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true, actually. The only, like, I sort of... I sort of want her to give it up for adoption, though, because I don't want Casey and Jenna's whole storyline for, like, you know, the next, like, three years that they're on the show to be about the baby. And I feel feel like if Jenna does keep the baby, they'll just be, like, the teen parents for every single season. Yeah. Yeah. I would die. That would suck so bad. No, because, I mean, all right, Jenna's fine. She has a baby. She did whatever she wanted. But Casey, you can't. (laughs) Yeah, I have really no idea what they're going to do with that storyline in the long run. Hopefully they'll wrap up some storylines by the end of season 10. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to... Well, actually, there's not going to be that big of a break anyways, though. Because it's going to be... When is it done? Degrassi's done in April, season 10? Yeah, I think end of April. And then in July, are they doing the Telenova format? Yeah, they are. At least that's the plan right now. Yeah, so it's not that bad of a, like, long of a wait. Yeah, it's only a couple of months, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the beginning of season 11 is still supposed to be the same school year, right? Yeah, the so, first, yeah. Didn't Steven say the first half? Yeah, the just the, the telenovela format of season 11, the first 24 episodes, I guess, is going to be, like, the end of Sav and Holly J and etc. their grade 12 year. I'm so sad. I don't want Sav to go. <laughs> well, he's my favorite. I don't want him to go. <laughs> I know. Aaron's probably like, oh, Ashley and her her Ray, her Ray obsession. It's not an obsession. Kind of. Sort of. That is not a good show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, like, this group of seniors have I think their storylines have been really good lately, and yeah, I also kind of don't want them to go so soon. Like, I feel like there's so much more that could be done with them. Yeah, it's weird because I guess the first generation of um, the next generation, their storylines. I guess the season went by longer for them because they started in grade seven. Yeah, and it's kind of weird having like Sav and Holly J come in later in there in the high school. And now you don't, like, I guess, I don't know, it's weird. It's like they haven't finished their storylines or their time on the show. Yeah, I think that's because, like, in season seven, they introduced them as grade ten students, right? Like, they weren't even grade nine. And also, like, in season seven, they didn't really get very much storylines. Like, the focus was still on the old cast. So, like, Holly J was kind of there, and, you know, she had, like, that ladies' night episode and, and that kind of thing. But they weren't really seen as, like, the main, main characters of the show until season 8. So, and then, and then they were in grade 11, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of unfortunate, but I think that, like, introducing um, Sam and Aislinn and Jessica and all them as uh, as grade 9s is going to be better in the long run, because they will be able to be on the show for a long time. Yeah. Are they, are they in grade 10 now? Yeah, they're in grade 10. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's hard to catch, like, keep up with all the grades because of all the seasons, and I'm like, 
Yeah, exactly. Confusing. Some seasons <laughs> it's like two seasons for one grade, and then yeah, that's three seasons not. for one grade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely confusing considering like I'm pretty sure writers like switch some of the characters' grades a little bit. Like Peter, I'm pretty sure was supposed to graduate like maybe a year or two before. Like yeah, because he was in the same grade as um. Oh, I can't remember. He was in the same grade as somebody else, and they graduated before him. Yeah. Yeah, originally he was the same age as Manny and Emma and them. Or at least he was yeah. in their classes. <laughs> and then they just kind of moved him, switched the grade, and made him so that he could stay around another year. Yeah, and they did that with Shantae, too. Like, she's been on, like, this is her, like, fifth year at Degrassi. I know. Well, because she was, like, on in season four, and she was supposed mm -hmm. to be in the same grade as Darcy, so... Yeah. I don't know what's going on there, oh, yeah, but, Peter, but I'm assuming yeah. she's graduating with Holly J and Fab and all of them, mm -hmm. so I'll probably be gone after that. Yeah, hopefully. Unless she's going to do a victory lap and then she'll, <laughs> and then she'll be back for another year. Or she'll come back as a teacher. Yeah, like Marco did for one episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that episode, by the way. Yeah, I really liked it. I think Marco should come back and be a teacher. Teacher, yeah. He would be a good teacher. Like, out of all the old characters, he's the one I would see, like, most likely as a teacher. Yeah, because he yeah. could be very, like, comforting to the mm -hmm. students, I guess. Well, and he said he wanted to be a social worker, right? So, like, teacher yeah. is sort of similar to that. Maybe he can be the new Miss Sauvé. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's gone. That would be so funny. So... No, hasn't she been mentioned or seen recently, or am I dreaming? I don't know. I haven't seen her in the episode. She might have been mentioned, but I haven't yeah. seen her in an episode in a while. Yeah, it's probably hard to like keep getting back the um like actors who play the teachers in the show. Yeah, they probably want to move uh, on, I guess. Yeah. But it's nice that Mr. Armstrong is still around. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's been around since like around season one. Ever, besides him and, uh, and, uh, Snake and Mr. Simpson. Yeah. Well, and Miss like, Kwan is gone, too. Oh, I love Miss Kwan. Yeah, I know. I, I, I don't know if, I, I like the new English teacher, but I kind of like Miss Kwan better. Yeah. She, oh, wait, the new English teacher is, is the one that LARPs, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Dawes, I think. Dawes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I hope that everybody enjoyed our first episode of Degrassi Talks, and I think that we have some ideas for what we're going to be doing in future episodes. Obviously, when the new episodes start up again in February, we'll be able to talk about those, which will be good. And also, we're hoping to have some other people on the podcast, other fans, or maybe even Degrassi people i don't want to say anything about that but um <laughs> yeah that's kind of a distant dream that we have in mind <laughs> not sure yeah, if it'll i know be we should drag on one person but that's about it so yeah far. <laughs> yeah so and of course we'll be um talking you know i'm sure like more new promos will come out and stuff and, and we can talk about that in the future so if uh anybody has any questions or comments or ideas or really pretty much anything you can uh, send me an email, erinantagrassyfans.com, or you can tweet one of us, or leave a comment on one of our sites or, or whatever, and we'll try to get back to you or, or maybe discuss 
your opinions on the show. So we'll be back with uh, another new episode sometime in the near future. Alright guys. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>